So, well, the problem... Round two. That's no, we have four You may total. have wondered why I gathered you all here today. As you may have heard, my children, my 19 children and I went skydiving. What a squad. Together. <laughs> and we were going... They were doing formations in the air. Yeah, we were going to do like... Four, yeah, we're, exactly. We're going to have someone to film us from above, mm-hmm. film us from below. They were actually practicing forming the Mona Lisa. Right. Jimmy was a great photographer on the way down. Yep. He and, is also missing. And so we were jumping out, and then at one point, my second oldest, Delilah, who is clumsy just kicks her brother Sebastian and they just twirl together and they just take out Everybody. all the kids. <laughs> and Jimmy. 17 And they just spiraled people. down into the lake where I'm assuming... Fish got him. Well, we found two. Alive? Yeah, we accidentally left them at home. We actually only took 17 <laughs> kids with us. Oh, weird. man, they were lucky. <laughs> yeah. They were like, where have you been? I'm like, oh, fuck. So Nanner News turns 29 today. Sure yeah, does. Yeah, it does. It has seen many lives. It actually is the... the this is the highest numbered episode that we've had since last season. <laughs> that sounds about right. Is that correct? And I think that's incredible. Of course, yeah. Of well, course we didn't put numbers in the last one. <laughs> <laughs> of course. It's, we have 52 a season. Yeah, so this is the highest total we've had since last season. Um, it's the furthest in season three we've been so far. And then at the end of this, we'll, at the end of this whole season, we're still we'll be... in season three. I'm, I'm very confused. <laughs> yeah, numbering resets every season. We're still in season three. Correct. We have not yet done an episode twenty nine in season three. So this is the highest numbered episode since last season. Yes, yeah, in season two. Uh... <laughs> Trick me up with that clever wording there, Greg. Let's move on to our <laughs> headline with robot bananas. Headlines. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh. And uh I gotta tell you. Yeah. Mm. It's one thing I hate. Yeah. That's mm. not Bezos. That's good. However, Bezos is back in the news because Bezos is bitching. Why? Our boy Bezos is bitching. He's not known to bitch. So Mm. Blue Origin, which he, I believe, owns Uh and was going up against SpaceX, Uh Uncle Musk, Mm -hmm. for the NASA contract. Mm -hmm. It was a $3 billion contract, moon, moon contract. Oh, yeah. And so now Bezos and Blue Origin are protesting it. They are free to do so, but it was NASA's decision. Yep. So it was a 175-page protest. That seems like the lawyers that they can buy. That's fair. Um, It accuses NASA of misjudging several parts of its proposal. The lunar lander it's developing, um, and those are the big things. So they're protesting it because they're they're claiming that they're better, and NASA should be like, "Yep, we evaluated both, and we went with them." Mm-hmm. But we're better. But yeah, no, we think they are. Yeah, no, that's great. I'm really glad that you think you're better. It'd truthfully, be weird if you didn't. Um, but we still. I mean, like at the end of the day, it's NASA's decision. They decided that that uh, Musky Boy got the contract. Fucking call it a day. Like, too bad, so sad. Get better and do the next one. Like, I'm sorry, Bezos. I mean, call me misinformed here, but like, what has Blue Origin launched thus far? Blue Origin has launched a lot of things that have exploded. I mean, so is SpaceX. True, true, but 
the difference there is SpaceX has things that are currently in space right now, like astronauts, and Blue Origin does not. Well, yeah, I mean, and I mean, <laughs> SpaceX has actively sent people. They're into actively space, launching where Blue Origin satellites. Hasn't. So, in in a in a tweet response, Musky Boy got on Twitter. Uh, to, you know, to sort of snap back at Bezos. Which he said, shouldn't have done. I'm saying it right now. He said, can't get it up to orbit, lol. Because <laughs> Referring <laughs> to the fact that Blue Origin has not launched anything into orbit. They haven't. To be fair, I like the look of their rocket a lot better, but that doesn't really do anything if you can't do, get it Basil? into the a- a- atmosphere. Right, so like, I love how Blue Origin's like, why did you pick them? NASA's they're launching things. <laughs> they're where, in space, right? Like wh- you haven't made it off the ground. Like, like they barely launched anything. They haven't even launched a little Toyota into space. Not even a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If only they could do it some in some sort of autonomous way. Mm, you, didn't think, you didn't think I was going to pick up on it, did you? I said Toyota. I, I almost that. didn't, but I it noticed. was so off topic. I did. I did pick up on it. Yeah. No. It looks sounds like Blue Origin could use a lift. Wait. Lyft? Toyota? Autonomous? Autonomous? (gasps) So, uh, much like Uber, Lyft is selling its autonomous division called Level 5 Uh to a a subsidiary. Level level 5? Yeah. It depends on how many levels there are. (laughs) At least four more. Um, They are selling Level 5 off to a subsidiary of Toyota called Woven Plant Holdings. Wow. Really rolls off the tongue. Not nearly as cool as Level 5. Right. So, Uber sold their... um, their self, uh, their autonomous division to Aurora, which was spun off. I believe we talked. We may have talked about it a couple weeks ago. I think we did. Um, so, Toyota, interestingly enough, does in fact have two driver assist systems. They've made mm-hmm. already. However, neither of which are currently in any production vehicles now. So they're they're acquiring. Level five to kind of assist with that, put more self-assist driving in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toyota acquired level five for five hundred and fifty million dollars, two hundred million up front, three hundred and fifty million set over the next seven years. I mean, that's seven years? It's pretty fucking seven substantial. Years. It's about what five five million a year, give or at take. that point. Uh, it'll be interesting to have more more Toyotas with. With self-driving capabilities. Now, I don't think they're going to go too heavy into self-driving itself, just because that's fairly dangerous. It's fairly unproven. We don't really know where that's going to go. Not yet. Um, It's coming, though. Right. But a lot of manufacturers are starting to put a lot of just smart driving features. Like lane assist Mm -hmm. and things like that. Yeah, keep just understanding kind of where the car is to where it's not a situation where you can let go of the car, but it's almost like a cruise control for... Like a lighter cruise control for steering. It'll yeah, I mean, they're building AI options in that are, you know, useful. Um, but I think they'll. I think you will see down the line fully autonomous. I mean, they can use those little parts now, mm-hmm. um, and then keep the company as a whole. Because I think right after EV, you're going to see autonomous, and eventually EV and autonomous, and you'll have autonomous EV. Um, so I think those two industries are are moving, and I think they're making an early move because how much did they buy them for? Three five hundred fifty million. That's yeah, not. That's pretty great. small money in the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme of how what the potential of autonomous driving is. Yeah, you know. I think it's I think that's a, a small investment for the potential earnings. Maybe not immediate, but like that's a long term purchase at that point. So Yep. So I think it's a smart move. <coughs> smart Agreed. move. Agreed. So 
Yeah. Say, can't, uh, wait, can't wait till. Uh, can't that. wait to see that roll out a little bit there. I fucking took it three <laughs> seconds before I was going to say it. How do you like them apples? <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Speaking of Apple, they just rolled out a brand new update, iOS 14.5. Nice. Yeah, they're keeping up with them numbers. Now, to be fair, this update, I think, has some pretty awesome new features. Mm. Um, their privacy tool now will prompt you uh, to opt out. Like It used to not prompt you, but it'll prompt you now to opt out of website tracking as well as app tracking. It also requires app developers to request consent in order to use any sort of tracking. They didn't used to have that, but they're making a big push towards um, uh, privacy and things like that. Uh, so I like I like to see where that's going. I like the direction they're taking on that. I do. I guess that Facebook is not super thrilled about it. They haven't really come out publicly about it, but I guess there's some rumblings happening in the industry that Facebook isn't too pleased because now they have to request consent on Apple iPhones and everything going forward. Um, they have a new Waze-like app, Waze-like, um, where they use crowdsourcing to gather uh, incident reports, um, if there's speed traps, anything like that. And you can, similar to how you could with Waze back in the day and still function now, um, where you can, uh, if you if there's a accident reported and you pass it, you can update and say it's either there or it's not and go from there. <clears throat> And they also have a new uh, feature that allows you to use face recognition to unlock your phone with a mask on, which sounds really awesome on paper until you actually look into how it works. And it has really nothing to do with the face recognition aside from having a uh, Apple Watch, which acts as a key effectively to get you in. So, so it's not a, it's not a face unlock with a mask. It's a it's a trusted Apple device watch. unlock. Yeah. yeah, that's all That's all it is. But they're touting it as a face unlock with a mask on. It's like, like it's not that just, at all. I'm just saying Android lets you like, hey, I have a handful of smartwatches. That mm-hmm. like any one of them, if I have my watch connected to my phone, my phone goes, oh, cool. You're good. It'll, right. It'll keep the phone unlocked. There's no password on it at that point. Right. Or you can do that, oh, I don't know, with any Bluetooth device. Right. Like, connected to your car, whatever, it stays unlocked. So like, it, <laughs> But I mean, yeah. Apple watches are shiny. That's true. You know, when you they put them are. on, you know, you just, and it connects to your phone. It just feels like a, like a new partnership with <laughs> something else on this planet. Like, uh, like, like, like an exclusive club and you really need a clubhouse together. Yeah. I don't have one for well, this guys. <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing I'm, we're getting to our, uh, our next subject cause we're certainly not going to dawdle around. Not for long. Wait, not, not for, for long. NFL. Uh, I thought we were past this. (laughs) Oh, no. Why? You're past it. We've just begun. Uh, So the NFL is partnering with Clubhouse. Nice. What's Clubhouse, Tyler? Clubhouse is a handy-dandy app where you can effectively listen to live podcasts to where people, you'll see people talking to each other. You'll have a chat room that you can interact with these people live while they're making these discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, so the NFL is partnering with Clubhouse. And when I first read this headline, I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. Then I realized they're doing it for draft day. That's and bad. They're, they're just going to have a handful of rooms, team-specific for the draft. Um, it, you'll have you'll have like NFL experts, NFL veterans mm-hmm. be coming in and talking about different things, strategies. You'll have, I don't know why, it's interesting they just picked this one, a conversation with football team alumni from the University of Alabama 
when I read that, I expected like more schools to be there. They just oh, they just picked it's Alabama. Just Alabama. Like they've the only a, ones who they've, wanted to. They've had a historically really good football team, um, but it does. It just it just sounds like the NFL going. What are the kids into? They're in some sort of clubhouse. A clubhouse, you say? All right, all right. We'll put. We'll we'll we'll. Let's join get this. in this clubhouse. We'll join this clubhouse. Um, so they they can ask questions and share reactions. I cannot wait for that Philly room. Like, <laughs> well, the problem is it's not going to get a lot of use because it's still um, clubhouse is still invite only and iOS only. Yeah, it's well, not I know it's iOS yet. only. That yeah. sucks. I mean, so, it's cool. Like if it's actually the celebrities there in there chatting with you and not some intern they've hired to be you, then great. I mean, that's it's it just probably going to be an intern. very gimmicky. I mean, it, it is. It's the NFL, and they're trying to pounce on a new a new. Because Clubhouse by itself is really cool. Right. Yeah. I just don't think that... I think what they're trying to do... What they're trying to do is neat, not the right platform for it. Right. Necessarily. Um, just based off of the limitations that you guys just listed alone. Well, um, so I don't think it's going to be like an intern doing it, because the audio part, the like the broadcasting side... That's people talking and speaking. It's it, and so it's it's less likely that it's going to be people that you. I'm not gonna say you haven't heard of because alumni from Alabama. You might not could have be heard anyway. Of could be yeah. different people, but it's not it's not gonna be like disingenuous at the very least. It's not gonna be like like uh, it's not gonna like, be like they're reusing any old footage or anything like that. Yeah, so. no, it's not. It's it was like, well crafted. You're the man. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. So uh, SpaceX <laughs> launched uh, four astronauts into space recently. I don't know if you heard. They went to the International Space Station. It's just another that. reason as to why they got the deal. and not Yeah, damn you, SpaceX. Bezos. What have you done lately aside <laughs> from launch people to space successfully multiple times? Right? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. And it, uh, if, if I think Elon Musk <laughs> should take Bezos' ex-wife up into space so she can be Bezos' SpaceX. Do you feel good about that one, Greg? Really? Okay. All right. So the really cool thing about this, though, is that it was the first time they've reused a craft for manned missions. Oh, neat. Uh, and they've reused them in the past for, you know, their their unmanned flights. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, because it's cost efficient, but this is the very first time that they've done it with a manned mission. So it's, it's interesting because, you know, they're looking into now, you know, the potential of reusing, you know, a rocket multiple times for manned missions. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think it's cool. I agree. Uh, I mean, again, very cost-effective. Rockets are fucking expensive. But it does leave a a lot of hope in space travel and things like that as we're moving more towards a space-centered industry. It's pretty neat where rockets are reusable. That would be super. I can't wait until Elon uses that. You know all that money to make a, a Massive great supercomputer. Oh, you motherfucker! <sighs> really, we, we, we're not going to just let super. Right, it's like uh, we were building a BLT. You were like the bread, and then I was the bacon, and then Ryan was lettuce and tomato. We just kind of guys. We we have to we have to come together. Our our forces need to be a united kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, these are these get, are getting worse now. <laughs> so. Whew. Well met. Microsoft, <laughs> go. <laughs> nice, Greg. Yeah, you're a great uh, partner. Microsoft is <laughs> partnering uh-huh, with uh-huh. the UK's Met Office, uh-huh. the Meteorological Office, 
Those Shouts are... out to me for getting that right the first time. Nice fucking job. Uh, basically, you wrote uh, it down. Yeah, I sure did. I had to. <laughs> um, so they're partnering with them to create a $1.2 billion supercomputer that at least doubles anything in the country. Wow. Uh, they are partnering with, what's the company? Uh, uh, partnering with a company called Cray that's currently owned by HP to actually create this whole thing the cpu and everything right um and it's going to be researching all of the the weather the climate changes and anything like that and it's going to be running on 100 percent renewable energy that's impressive which shit. is going to be insane because those things that are thing's not going to have a fucking power draw like nobody's right. business so it's it's always nice to see microsoft Big companies are going to have their dark sides always. Yeah. But at least Microsoft is going aggressively in the direction of trying to do good things. Um, True. I mean, so they're throwing a lot of money at this project. So $1.2 billion. I mean, Microsoft's um, not a small company by any means. I mean. Right. But it, it's it's always good seeing that um, now that the, the giant weather computer is going to not have environmental impact or at least a minimal environmental impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll love to see it. You absolutely love to see it. Can confirm. I do love to see it. You know what else I love to see? What else do you love to see, Ryan? YouTube TV. Oh, what a glorious. I. You know, I'm going to go home <laughs> to my Roku-filled uh, entertainment center and just throw on all the YouTube TV. Keep well, going. I'm on the cusp. Have I got some unfortunate news for the both of you? Is he not cusping? <laughs> no, he is, but that's for an unrelated reason. Um, Google... As we all know, owns mm. YouTube. They sure do. Well, Google and Roku are currently butting heads right now. They are not on good terms when it comes to YouTube TV specifically. Um, as it stands right now, Google, there's a, there's a lot of rumors th- th- getting thrown around right now. Roku has made some statements, and Google has also made some statements as well, but they've been pretty hush-hush. Um, Roku has been very public in saying that they're, they put out a letter to their customers right now stating that Google may pull or lock down YouTube TV on your Roku. You won't be able to use it. <clears throat> and the reason for that is is because Google has set some terms that they want Google, uh, Roku to follow in order to utilize YouTube TV on their platform. And Roku has said, absolutely not. These terms are ridiculous. And there's a lot of misinformation as to what the terms are. So obviously, take everything with a grain of salt. But allegedly, Roku gave a list to some other articles. um, And some of the requirements are, like, Google wants dedicated search results row for YouTube within uh, the Roku uh, main screen. Mm -hmm. They want... Uh, certain searches to be blocked if it's bringing them to other platforms. They want YouTube music to be prioritized in music searches, even if the other person has set a preference for, like, Spotify, for instance. They want YouTube music Mm. to show up first. And it's like those, while they could very well be true, that's kind of shitty if they are. That being said, YouTube... I mean, Google owns YouTube. If you want YouTube, they are allowed to make these sort of demands if they want to pull it. The other thing that they have also said is they've threatened to require Roku to use a specific chipset or memory cards to force Roku to increase the price of a Roku 
which competes with their Chromecast. So, Ooh. and Chromecast obviously won't be met with those same requirements, or at the very least, they won't be subject to the same price increase. So it's it's just it's kind of he said she said right now, and it's kind of nasty business. So Roku threw out the alert saying, "Hey, Google may pull YouTube TV." Um, so if people are aware of it. There hasn't really been too much right now. Google has made a couple of statements, but it's all just been like, effectively, we're not going to talk about it. Is effectively what it boils down to. So. We'll let Roku and Google hash it out, and we'll, we'll keep you guys updated as some new information comes out. But while we are on the topic of YouTube... Tell me more about YouTube! They, they just made an announcement uh, stating that we all watch YouTube. There's a lot of transcoding that happens, which is basically just taking the files and putting it into a streaming format so you can actually watch it um, remote where we're connecting on the internet. Um, and needless to say, the transcoding workload for YouTube and their servers is substantial. There's a little bit going say, on there, to yeah. say the least. Um, so what they've done is they've actually designed their own chipset to handle transcoding better. And based off of what what we're hearing from uh, Jeff Callow, who works for Google, the Argos chip, which is what they've dubbed it, <clears throat> it brought up to 33 times the efficiency of transcoding so we're looking at quite a fucking improvement if they're if they're accurate with their statements and they're going to be rolling them out to all of their server centers and they're going to have dedicated uh setups specifically just running these transcoding chips so we should see hopefully an improvement i don't know if the general consumer is really going to notice too much because i mean personally i think their transcoding is pretty solid i don't really have too much but that's going to affect your buffering times effectively so if you experience long buffer times maybe it'll be better who knows so cool yeah Dang yeah it. hopefully hopefully it'll uh it'll help people a lot of people at least nine thousand people i would say at least nine thousand people would be safe i mean would you want to play a game with nine thousand people at the same only time? if they give up on watching youtube videos well they might if there's okay. nine thousand people in one room so scavengers is a game that came out this month okay um multiplayer online game um kind of like Fortnite, um but i think it's limited to 60 players um, and it's it's a PVEVP of sorts. What? Uh, yeah, like, it's if you've played Destiny, where most of it's PVE, but you have the option to, oh, 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 or like oh, a, a gambit in uh, uh, in in Destiny, it's where yeah, PVEVP. Right. Gotcha. 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 Um, so they're experimenting now with an online mode that's only I think it's in alpha. Um, where it's they put in nine thousand players were in there at the same time on the same oh, map. Oh Jesus! So it's like fucking and there were gigantic, side. you know, thirty foot tall admin avatars that were guiding them around. Oh know, different nice! Questions like come over to me if you're from North America. Come over to me if you're from Europe. Running them through. Loops, See, that's pretty dope. Smashing them into each other. Um, yeah. And like battling against each other and stuff. Yeah. So so in the game you have to like you have to activate and collect data points. Mm-hmm. And you have to collect the most. Um, and in this online 9,000 player game, you had to collectively activate like 10 million Jesus data Christ. Points. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> something absurd, but there were so many of them. Right. That sounds um, a lot like And it gave, I'm assuming, it gave the, the developers time to kind of take a look at that and play with that. See workloads, see how the gameplay goes. 9,000. 9, so in this in this instance, the author, the author of the article was in there with 2,000 people. Yeah. Um, which is absurd. That is substantial. Can you imagine I mean, being in a battle royale with 2,000 people? No, 
No, I can't. That right, would... once you win, you do legitimately need a chicken dinner because it's been nine hours. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so part of me is like, how the f- like how how graphically intensive is this game? Because Jesus fuck, if you have nine thousand people to render at a given time, they plus said to... particle effects and things like that, you are gonna hit some lag. Yeah, so they hit 9,600 in population, actually. Jesus Christ. That's a lot of fucking people, man. They spawned the mo- that's a, a lot city. of them. A lot of them were virtual players. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily like actual people, but the environment recognized them as real players. Uh, so it just sounds like the. I love this because it sounds like the admins were just having a blast testing stuff. Right. Yeah. And it was. It sounded great because. It's a cell shading style game. Okay. So it's lower poly. Which then. is perfect because it. it uh, those age better. Generally, absolutely, because um, it's always going to look cell shaded. Mm-hmm. It, I, I'm interested. I would like to play it. I I love the idea of this. All is the it way. A, is it a closed alpha or can you can you sign up for it or? I'm, I think it's closed. Okay, I mean shit. If it's not too expensive, I'll fucking buy the game and go hop in there. Yeah, oh. so it's it's <coughs> sort of seeing we're seeing the future, you know, out with the olds and with the news. That's weird. Well, speaking of that, we're gonna move on. Weird news of the week. Weird news of the week. The weirdest of the news. Fantastic. And then I am uh, going to mention the VHS today in my story. And uh, there was a woman from Texas. Her name is Karen. And she found out that she had a warrant out for her arrest. <laughs> wow. Uh, in Oklahoma for felony embezzlement because wow. a movie store thought she rented a copy of Sabrina the Teenage Witch in 1999 and never bothered to bring it back. However, that movie store has been closed for 13 years. Why is there a warrant for her arrest? Because she had this fucking VHS tape? Yeah. What? And so what happened was that um, they're working on getting it expunged, but but she found out about it when she tried to change her name on her driver's license after getting married. And she found out that it could potentially have cost her three or four jobs in the past. Oh Jesus! Let go when they did the background check. That all they saw was felony embezzlement, and, and they, they were like, "Absolutely not." Right. And uh, but the real sticking point was that it was a D, uh, VHS of Sabrina, and they didn't. They were not. They were like, "Absolutely, like, you mm, didn't fucking return that." No, no. no. I yeah, just yeah. love the fact that the business has been closed for thirteen years. Who the fuck is renting VHSs anymore? Now imagine. Oh my god! I'm saying she got arrested. It's ridiculous. The company Gosh. that made the last <laughs> VCR. Uh, is gone. It stopped making them I'm five saying, years ago. Yeah, you you literally can't unless you already even, have. They one. don't even make projectors anymore. Well, speaking of fucking projectors, tell me about it. Everybody R2-D2. here, yeah, everybody knows Anchor. Anchor's a, a pretty good hardware manufacturer. They make relatively cheaper end products, yeah, but still high quality. Don't know how to spell Anchor. Right? They just don't know how to spell Anchor, but they got to be edgy. They got to stand out. And trying to be edgy and standing out, they went with a mini projector. Uh, and in the spirit of uh, Star Wars Day coming up here in the next week or two. It so actually should be today on the time of listening to this episode. Should be Son of a bitch. On today. the spirit of fucking Star Wars Day, mm-hmm. they decided to make an R2-D2 themed mini projector. Problem is, it looks like fucking dog shit. So, yeah. that being said, it does work. It works very well. I'll, I'll, I'll buy it if it's cheap. Well, see, now that's the thing. It's only... $700 retail currently. Um, and they do get slight points for realism because it does do the beeps and the bloops when you turn it on, which is pretty neat. I mean, uh, Alexa makes bleeps and bloops. All right. So true. I, so I was going to be like, all right, 
cool. Like projectors are expensive. That's not. That's they not are of. right. That seven hundred is not outside the realm of impossibility with a projector. Right, but Anch- this is not Anchor's first time making a projector. No, not they, at all. They've made projectors before. They have the Nebula, which is this. This is based on. It's basically just their version of the Nebula. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the R two D two version is any better than. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. They just put it in an R two D two chassis. Which I hope isn't the case because, good God, uh, it's not the prettiest looking thing. It no, looks no, like it's a not. fucking trash can. Yeah, and R two like, I don't like know. they could have gone in for a seven hundred dollar price tag. I would have expected the head unit to at least be dome shaped and swivel a little bit, kind of like how R two D two was. Or hell, maybe give it I don't know legs, like what R two D two has, like. Give it a case. Give it a stand with the right. like R2-D2 legs. Make like, it, make it like, put some effort in. Don't just slap a $700 price tag on it and a Star Wars logo and call it a day. Because I'm trying to find just a standard price for their Nebula projector, the one that would be comparable. And from what I can find, let's see, it is $300 for yeah. their So they're for their slapping Nebula. $400 extra dollars on here. For the R2-D2 skin. That being said, the projector seems really cool. It has I mean, the projector works. It works really well. Their Nebula projector is a very high-quality projector. But I, it just seems like a weird move to me to go and, and throw something like this together for Star Wars Day and have it really just not get me going for Star Wars Day. Real, real miss. It really sounds like something to avoid. Yeah. I would avoid it. Like many other things. Yeah, and then, I mean, you don't want to go near it because then after that, the, the dominoes just fall. It's going to crash. Uh, I got, I got you nothing. coot. <laughs> Get the band back together. Wow. Eh. wow. Okay. We are reaching for that one. So <laughs> I'm going to self-drive myself out of here. Oh, boy. So are you? <laughs> the dominoes, the everyone's favorite dominoes, dominoes mascot. Who came up dominoes. on a trivia question lately. You sure did. did. Um which I'm pretty sure they retired about six years ago. Um, the Noid. The Noid is back. Is coming back. We've, we've tried to avoid them for many years. You can never avoid the Noid. Um, so We're actually renaming ourselves Noider News. Oh, no. That, that sounds offensive. Sound, that doesn't sound good. Okay. Um, for some reason, <laughs> the Noid is coming back to the Crash Bandicoot mobile game, Crash on the Run. Nice. As like... A mini boss. Nice. Oh, no. On May seventh, you have to avoid him. And then when you beat him, you uh, yeah. Apparently, you, you don't avoid him. You uh, you just outlast him. I don't really know. But if you beat him, you unlock some pizza themed skins and cosmetics. Do I get to like, play as the Noid? No. Well, what the fuck then? Yeah, he's gonna be in Domino's new. Like they're just bringing him back. That what is his power? Like, like, does he just inject himself with adrenaline and just come at you? Just real I hard. I don't like how you emphasize that. Just so aggressive. Aggressive. Just. Nah, or whatever sound he makes. I'm I, looking forward to it. I don't I don't get it. It's weird. It's kind of scummy, and I hate the fact they brought Crash Bandicoot into this whole deal. Well, they paid a lot of money to get that deal. I'm I'm sure. Pro- they probably, probably too much. Yeah. Admittedly. Speaking of too much, that was uh, the inner news for the week. So, Greg, what do you got going on in your, uh, your ranty little corner? This shouldn't be a hard question. I'm just making a pause so I can cut my fuck up. What? Because that wasn't Nanner News. We still have to move on to the... Um, <clears throat> the In any case, uh, yeah. The ranty session. Yeah. 
All right, so that was weird news. Weird news. All right, and so now we're going to move on to our last part, which is random time with Greg. Random time with Rye. <laughs> random time with Ty. It's so random. All right, so welcome to the random. <laughs> That's going to be our theme Let's song it. now. <laughs> welcome to the random minute, everybody. We're going to talk about the Oscars real quick. Did you see the Oscars? Didn't. No. Did you see the Oscars? No. They're awful. I'm sorry. I've, so I've heard they were as well. Yes. So for 100 years, the best picture has gone last first. 100 years, and they didn't do it this time. You come back from commercial break, and all of a sudden, there's best picture up on the screen, and you go, that's a mistake, and they just... <laughs> go and you're like that's not a mistake that's intentional why why like why are they doing this it's a good question i'm very concerned so a lot of people or the consensus was they were waiting and putting best actress and best actor at the end to give chadwick boseman best actor they could celebrate his life at the end go out on that note however one that's weird because they haven't done it in the past when heath ledger won his oscar he Won it posthumously, and yeah. he won it at the exact exact same time it's always been scheduled. Right. In the order of awards that are presented. Which right. is So it fun. made no sense that they would go out of their way this time to do it. In any case, you get to Best Actor, and he doesn't get it. Anthony Hopkins gets it instead. And Anthony Hopkins is not there to receive it. So it's just a picture <laughs> of him. And then it just cuts to Questlove going, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Have a great night. And then they go to commercial. Not and a it was good just, ending. You always end with the best picture because you have everybody up there celebrating. You have the whole cast and crew and production team, and they're like, yeah, awesome. And no, they didn't do that this not time. Not this time, no. So not the at Academy, all. if they did think that Chadwick was going to win, at least have one person like verify that he was, but you rearrange the entire show for no seemingly other reason. And nothing against Chadwick. I think Hopkins should have won it. The point of it is has nothing to do with Chadwick. It's more about the fact that the Academy seemed to be setting themselves up for something to happen. And it, it didn't did, happen. It didn't like, seem to happen the way they expected. Like, does nobody at the Academy know that he's going to lose? Apparently right. not. Like, have, even, even if you don't know, right? Have that say, like, okay, great. If Chadwick wins, we'll have a great moment. It'll be a great celebration. But then have someone go, hey, he didn't but, win. But no, like, if he doesn't, let's have something planned Anyway, to just play out you know, the show. A plan B, if you How will. How secret is this? Like, do I have to go up to someone and be like, okay, if I tell you then that I'm going to put best actor at the end, should I or shouldn't I? Nothing about what's happening in it. Just tell me if I should. No? You okay, know, great. You know someone who loves this. Anthony Hopkins is, yeah, end. Yeah, do it at the end. It'll be, be here, I swear. He told Unholy. me he Have would. they come out and given any sort of reasoning as to why? Because it's from what, what I've, I've seen, seen, it's it's been a lot of speculation that the the thought was for Chadwick Boseman to have a whole thing at the end, but, but that's then not, they, and that's didn't, not even they didn't give it to Like, there's nothing. We that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. all rumor and hearsay, right? Now. I mean, by the time this is out, we probably will have heard something. But. I hope so. At the and time of recording, we haven't heard anything. Anthony Hopkins did make. A video acceptance speech. Yes. He did, uh, and he did. He did have some words to say about Chadwick Boseman as well. And I think he's just—he's just a, like a kind of just a caught in the crosshairs of this unintentionally, just yeah. because it's not about him. It's just about the fact that you know it seems like Chadwick was the favorite and was going to get it, and then he didn't, and so it's like. Uh, but yeah, in it, any case, it's almost like they tried to just make a message yeah. and to do something with a with Terrible their stage, Oscars. and they just they just blew it out of the water and fucked it up. Yeah, terrible. So. Terrible, but, terrible, terrible. That's terrible. How were your predictions? Uh, Did you nail it? Nope. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's a first. Uh, I think I went. You're dead to us, Greg. That's, that's of, the only reason you're here, Greg. It's out of 23. And I took some like I took some liberties. I took Did some you? guesses and didn't go with a consensus. I got a couple upsets, but ultimately, like I 
picked Mank for Best Picture when I should have picked Nomadland. But. That's what I was going to say. You um, dumb bastard. I think I ended up Even with I knew that. 13 out of 23, 14 out of 23. That's bad. Be better. It's yeah, not it's good. not the best. I mean, I also got wrecked in short fi- short form and uh, documentary. Yeah. Um, some of the production stuff, it was... it was Quality. It was quality. Yeah. Oh, quality beat down. In any case... That was Nanner News for the week. Thank you for joining us uh, this Saturday. Please join us for another episode of Teen Deep Dive. And uh, you can uh, add us on all the things with all the stuff and click the things. Mm. So in in, uh, in one letter of pi. Oh, shit. P. I. <laughs> I'm going to have to redo that. So <laughs> hi, everybody. You can do it. Grunt harder. Wow. You're welcome. Great. (laughs) In one dipping sauce for chicken nuggets. Say goodbye. Honey mustard. Warm mayonnaise. What in the fuck was that? Sweet and sour. Goodbye. We need to start having you just go last. (laughs) Say, let it trail off into nothing. Warm mayonnaise. I can't follow. I I have to follow it up quick. I can't just sit here in astonishment. I have to just be like. It's like wet dirt. Like, what? That's just mud. I know.